This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to the show, everybody. The third annual Invited Celebrity Classic is a nationally televised PGA Tour championships competition that features 78 PGA Tour champions and 40 sports and entertainment stars from, um, and that's from April 19th uh, through the 21st at Las Colinas Country Club. That's in Irving, Texas. The tournament will be live on Golf Channel all three days. PGA Tour champion professionals will play 54 holes of stroke play for a purse of $2 million with the celebrities in a $500,000 competition. And one of those celebrities joins us right now. And he's always uh, great with us when he comes on the show. The Hall of Famer, John Smoltz. John, it's Michael, Don, and Peter. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Now, on Wednesday, we have this little bit that we do, Would You Wednesday, where you have to choose between scenarios or what we, you would choose. So I'm going to start you off with one. You ready? Would you? Yep. Would you? Give up all the greatness that you had as a baseball player to become a great PGA golfer who wins the Masters? Wow. Um, I would say well, I, it's just to win the Masters. No, I mean, you're, you're consistently it. good. You're like you a get Phil a, Mickelson. Okay. You, get, you get a jacket, maybe win one PGA championship, no, I mean, but you you're have one a great of the greats. You're Rory McIlroy. I don't know if you're Tiger, but you're one no, of the greats. No, he's not Tiger. You can't even say he's Tiger, but you're great. Well, what about parallel career? Yeah, you have a parallel career. What would you take? I'm going to tell you something. I, I, it's going to shock you. I'd probably take the golfing career because it, it lasts longer. Yep. Really? You love yeah. golf. Uh, I love, I love golf. I love being part of a team. I love being a teammate. But that's an individual sport that you can play well into your fifties. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go there. That, that, that's a great question, but that's what I'm. That's where I'm going. Well, Mike, how fun would it be, even as you get older, to know that you can go back and play in the in the in the majors that you won and have a chance any given year to to get one. You mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the point. Like you're 54. You just you, one one year. You're randomly competing. Like it, it could well, happen. Jack Nicklaus did it exactly. At 46. So, yeah. Well, I think you could still come back and play some baseball, John. Why not? I <laughs> uh, tell you what. If I had if I had a shoulder, I would be very intrigued. <laughs> All right. Well, now we we had on your your former teammate Greg Maddox last week, and I asked him this question. I want to ask you. So. Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery are still out, still unsigned. At what point, John, is it going to impact them being ready for spring training? Are we already past that or for opening day, shall I say? Yeah, I think that's that's you're already past that part. Um, but, you know, the season's so long and let's face it, guys aren't asked to go 35 starts. So. It, it's a it's a delay for every day now. It, it's a delay of a week, right? Like you, you get into this place and you're 
you're in no man's land when it comes to your reps. You, he'll be ready to pitch. You're not you're out of shape to pitch. It's just you miss the reps. And that's what spring training for pitchers is. You've got to get the reps. That is huge to get ready for the season. And if you miss that part, then you're just delayed a week or two for every time that you're missing. That's what you're, that's what you're delayed. You, you wonder with these Boris clients, and we know how good Scott Boris has been historically, but this is not the first year. Last couple of years, he's had clients that are sitting there into spring training and into the season not signed. At what point... As a, as a former pitcher, John, do you say, listen, I want the highest price, but I also don't want to affect my career. I want to play. Like, so how well, far do you want yeah. to go to be able to get what you really believe you are worth? Yeah, I think the hardest part with where, where everyone is right now is that you're talking about some ex- – I mean, this is – Blake Snell is not your prototypical guy that if you just had the hardware of Cy Young's, he's, I don't know if he's pitching deep enough for a long-term, you know what I'm saying? Like the long-term contract has probably got him held up a little bit because that's, you win an award like that, you win multiple awards, you're just following in line with what everybody else has done. And, but this is, this is a little unique. Um, He's won awards with bare minimums of innings. Yep. So there's a little bit, there's a little more to the, and I don't know what he's turned down, right? So whenever anybody's at this point of the spring training, you don't know what they've turned down. You don't know what the offers are. You just know they're holding out for something. And sooner or later, they're banking on teams getting maybe some injuries to where now they're desperate and they go to that, whatever that mark is. But um, Blake Snell is a very interesting, dynamic pitcher, but one that, one that doesn't um, – I mean, it's hard to say he's going to pitch 210 innings, right? He hasn't done it much. No, he averages five and a third innings a, a start. So I think that's that's kind of – that's part of the holdup. Yeah, absolutely. I've said this before, too. It's not like Garrett Cole – who checks every box when you look right. at a pitcher? There are of these free agents that are left over. They're not perfect. I mean, and no one, not many people are perfect. But there are a couple of boxes they don't check. You know, Snell has not been uh, a durable pitcher in terms of like seven innings to start. And Jordan Montgomery is, you know, he's a good three. He's not a one or a two. So let, let, let me, along those lines, when you look at pitchers right now, I mean, looking around baseball, and you cover it all for Fox and MLB Network. I, I think Garrett Cole is by far the best pitcher. Do you think anyone's close? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I think there's, if you play the game like, is Jacob deGrom healthy? Then, yeah, he would be very close, but that's not the case. So, given what we have and, and the game that's being out there right now, I think Spencer Strider will grow into that kind of mantra if he continues on his trends. But Garrett Cole is a complete pitcher. He's a generational pitcher. He can pitch in any generation, and he can pitch. He doesn't just throw 98, 99. Yeah, because he was asked this in spring training when I was down there at the beginning, John. Uh, He was asked, you know, at some point, age will catch up to you, and 98 will come down to 93. Do you think you can make that work? And he said he thought that he could. And listening to you, you sound like he could make it work, too, because he knows how to pitch, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime you repeat your mechanics, anytime you're in a position that he puts himself in, look, no one's immune from injuries, but man, I love his delivery. I love everything about what he's doing. And I think given the fact that 
Um, he knows how to pitch. He that's not something that's not something that is going to bother him when he loses. I think the era we're in now, the radar gun should be eliminated. I really do. Why so? I, I get it off the screens because I think we're so addicted to it that everybody starts thinking things are going awry or wrong based on one mile an hour or two miles an hour. Every pitcher's looking towards it. The fans. I think the game would be better if no one knew how hard someone was throwing. I really do. Now, the American League East is intriguing with Baltimore. They've got ownership now to be able to keep the young players. They were surprised last year. Are they ready to have the target on their back? Are they ready to go in to a season as a possible favorite to win the division and, and definitely a playoff team? Are they ready for that? Who's that again? Baltimore. The Rangers? Oh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore is absolutely um, in a position where they're ready. They hit the skids last year offensively, ran out of gas, had the five days off. They ran into an extremely hot Texas Rangers, and we know the rest of that story. Baltimore has added pitching, and they've added an element of another year for their young players. That is the maturation you need. They know they're in a juggernaut division, even though the division, Boston's going to be down. Um the division is right there where they feel like they can compete with everybody. The hardest thing to do in sports is repeat something when you kind of shock somebody, right? And But what we went through in 91, we shocked everybody. I don't think there was many people thought we were going to have a 14-year run, yet alone a four-year run. But there's something to be said about gaining confidence under those moments where someone doesn't tell you how to do it, you did it. And that's where I feel like Boston is similar, or Bob, sorry, Baltimore is similar to what we were in 91 with their young core of players that only gained nothing but experience. Talking to the Hall of Famer John Smoltz, Yankees pick up Juan Soto during the offseason. John Smoltz is on the mound. Soto's batting second, Judge is batting third. Who are you pitching around? Well, I don't think you'll have a choice. I think the one thing that's going to be interesting for me is if Soto makes you. Um, pitch to judge, meaning I, I think, look, Soto is entering the, um, he's entering a place where Joey Votto was at. If I'm a player on the Yankees team, I want Soto to mash. I don't care. I know his on-base percentage looks great to analytics. I get all that. But Soto's impact to the New York Yankees is going to be damaged and do damage. If he's looking to take walks and pass the baton, I I know that the analytics love that, but you know in this game, you can get first and second nobody out and get out of it a little bit easier than you would if people were all putting the ball in play. So it it really depends on who's on the mound and Judge is not fun to pitch to anyways, but top right-handed pitchers are going to pitch around Soto to get to judge, that's a good problem for the New York Yankees. Do you believe that the, the re, I mean, Boone is going to go second and third, Soto second, Judge third, Judge has been batting second all these years. Do you think they're doing that so that they're not going to pitch around Soto and that he's actually going to mash rather than just walk? I mean, I would hope so. Like, I, I think, again, you know, when, when everybody talked about uh, Joey Votto and what he should be or shouldn't be and the on-base percentage and all that stuff, I, I just I like to see players, when there's a 3-1 pitch and it's an opportunity to drive in a run, drive the run in. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, 
I don't subscribe to hey, your on-base percentage. If you've got an offense and a lineup that puts the ball in play a lot, then, I, then awesome. Get on base as many times as you can. But if you're, if you're, if you're built to mash, mash. And that's what the Yankees lineup now can do. They can put the ball in play more. They're going to hit their home runs. And they got to put Judge in a position to do damage because he is the most feared hitter in the game when he's healthy, period. Another really good player in New York is Pete Alonzo. He's in the last year of his contract. Not sure what the Mets are going to do. What would you do? Would you lock him up, or would you want to see what kind of season he had? Is he a, a, that kind of generational talent that you'd give big-time money to? To me, I've seen enough of this guy's want and desire. And if you've got a chance to win and you're going to build some pieces around him, I lock him up. Because this guy, and I'm not just talking about the home run hitting competition where he's got, he's just got something in him that wants to be the best and believes he's going to be the best. And he's been through his funks. And I, and I, think, I think that shows me all I, needed, all I needed to see. All right, if you were betting, and I'm not saying you're a betting man, would you take the Dodgers or would you take the field instead of the Dodgers to win it all? I still take the field, and that's not anything against the Dodgers. They're, they just have so much pressure on them that until I see a, a, a rotation that's healthy and they've got the makings of a great rotation, that lineup scares you. But it still comes down to, in this gauntlet of a, of a, of a playoff series, it still comes down to that pitching staff being healthy at the right time. And there's a couple pitching staffs that can equal the Los Angeles Dodgers in the National League. But, boy, I'd sure like to be on the Dodgers with all that pressure on my back leaving spring training. That's the dream of every baseball player. You want that pressure. But what comes with it is a high expectation of delivering a lot of times. And the guy who, I mean, we know we know what Otani can do. He has two MVPs. But, you know, Yamamoto made an unbelievable amount of money. He has never thrown a pitch in the big leagues. How do you think that's going to translate to the big leagues? I know he's won the equivalent of three Cy Youngs in Japan, but what's the difference? And do you think the the transition is going to be easy or hard? I think it's going to be harder than people think. Um, he's going to do fine, but I think it's going to be harder than people think. I mean, this is this is not a rookie, but he's a rookie to Major League Baseball, and all the throwing system and everything that they go through is totally different over here. The baseballs are different. There has got to be an adjustment period for everybody, but – they pulled off something that I didn't think was possible in signing the two premier players that have an opportunity to impact their club. And look, it's just a good, it's a good place to be if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now what you got to do, because you haven't shown a history over the years of keeping your pitchers healthy, now you got to get your pitchers healthy. And if you do, you're going to be competing for multiple championships. You know, we're not big fans of analytics here. One of the things that they throw out about the postseason is it's a crapshoot. But when you look at the Dodgers right. and their money and their regular seasons, and even even you guys, I mean, you had tremendous regular seasons, how many different divisional championships, and how hard it was to win in the postseason. Is there truth to it being a crapshoot, or is it just incredibly hard to win in baseball? Uh, a little bit of both. Uh, I like the new playoff format. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think we'd have this scenario. I did not think we were going to have teams struggling so bad after having five days off. I really didn't. Um, so that part, I am completely at a loss for how this is going to work out. And I think at some point, 
if the trends continue, I would look at making the best teams in baseball not have as big a gap of a weight and have all home games played in their first round. I think the rewarding the rewarding of the best team in baseball is the right thing to do. You've got to give them a decided advantage. And if and if ultimately you want to give them time off, then you got to give them or you want to shorten that time off, give them all the home games. If someone comes in and beats the best team in baseball, let's just say let's just say uh, the Yankees have the best team in American League and they're hosting a five-game series against whoever. Mm-hmm. All five games have to be at New York. And if that team comes in and beats the New York Yankees, you'll have you'll hear nobody complain. But if you've got five days off and that team's already won a series and teams haven't learned how to deal with the five days off and those teams keep losing, it may have to look at a, a system that maybe uh, – gives the home games and then once that team you know let's say you beat the team with all the home games then you it's regular it's back on john smoltz is our guest john what would you do if you were a teammate of anthony rendon who doesn't seem like he loves baseball is is there any way to get through to somebody like that or that's just their mindset you know i've always said in baseball that you can get some false reads personalities are not always the way we would always think somebody should react mm-hmm. and 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 that sometimes is 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 a little bit of a you know look it's i i've never i've never been around i've not been a teammate of his like it it, it would be tough to categorize that without some real information that is is not contrary to that right so his personality is a low key guy and, and he's had some injuries and it's easy to cherry pick when guys have had injuries to act like maybe they don't truly care. And, uh, I, I, I wouldn't go there, but, um, I, I could tell you this, not everybody, like I used to say in baseball, if I struck out and broke a bat and threw a helmet, is that any bit, does that mean I'm trying any harder than the guy that strikes out and walks to the helmet and puts his helmet in and his back down? You know people are going to rather go to the guy who breaks the bat over his knee and throws his helmet as a guy that cares more. And it's just not sometimes the case. He just might have an anger problem. And I think that sometimes false reads can give, be given to a player who's very subdued, doesn't say much, not flashy. And sometimes that has, um, you know, that has a negative effect. Well, but, I guess but the I'll... reason I ask you though is because he came out and said, you know, baseball is not that important. My family and my faith are the most important things to me. And I mean, everybody's family and faith should be over their job. But once that, once your day starts, John, and you're between the lines, I think that has to be the most important thing for but, those two and a half but, hours. But John, what I'm, what I, what I think you're putting down here is that if you're a teammate of his and you hear him say that. It's really only problematic if you already got a sense that he didn't seem to care. If he, if he seems like he cares all the time, right. you don't care what he says. Right. Correct. And and I think that that's that's part of the the struggle in our game. It's such a it it's such an unbelievably difficult game. And I think when you're playing this game, how you react sometimes. I, I'll give you another example. I, it's it was a foolish example, but. If I if I study uh, twenty seconds over a putt and I miss a five footer, and you study two minutes over a five footer and miss it, who's the one that's accused of not concentrating? Right, right. The guy that, but my process takes me to twenty seconds. Your process takes you to two minutes. And I think it's the same way for for personalities in the game. We want superstars. We want certain people to act a certain way. And I think it's a dangerous place if you don't really know the backstory. 
you know, there's a guy that played in that league <laughs> in the East that played for the Boston Red Sox that played outfield, left-handed hitter, had similar personality that got accused of some of the same things, um, you know, and was a really good player, but the personality didn't match. And that sometimes is an unfair, and I, it's hard for me to to kind of quantify that. And now, also, if the guy doesn't run things out, and he doesn't show that on the field, then that's that's a different that's a different argument. You know, Merrill Kelly said today on a podcast, he said, if you think that Anthony Rendon's the only one who feel, feels like that, you'd be shocked. There's a lot of players that, hey, this is what they do, this is how they earn a living, but they don't love the game. Did you experience that, John? That there were some teammates Absolutely. that were really good, but they just didn't live and breathe it. Absolutely. I mean, again, some of it's their nature of how they go about it, which leads leads you into, you know, assumptions. But there are guys that are really good at this and they just don't love it. And and, and people people are shocked sometimes by that. But it's just the truth. Um, You know, I mean, people are going to have different ways of going about it. And and you hope as a teammate you can impact them and they can they can show the kind of energy. But look, I was a pitcher. I was a pitcher showed my emotions. I was, I wanted to get after it on the mound. Glavin was stoic. Glavin rarely showed an emotion, but we both had tremendous work ethic and cared deeply about our, our job. It's just, we went about it in a different way. And, and I think that's kind of the, the, the point, but your, your question is valid. There are many players that fall into a category of uh, what you just said. So John, would you say you were the Paul O'Neill of pitchers then? Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I, I, I definitely would fall into that category. Nice. Um, you know what? I'll never forget. I will never forget Paul O'Neill throw kicking that ball. That that will be for the rest of my life. Do when he kicked that ball and it was a perfect cutoff when he thought the game was over. That that to me is is Paul O'Neill. And you know, there's a, there's a side story that that Paul has told on the Yes Network, John. So that I guess Todd Benzinger was was at first base. And he, he kicked the ball to Benzinger, and then they didn't get the, the, the runner at home, and they go back to the dugout, and Benzinger goes, you know, you, you didn't put a lot on that throw. He had no idea that Paul kicked it. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic O'Neal. Yeah, unbelievable. Hey, thanks so much. And uh, it's the uh, third annual Invited Celebrity Classic, nationally televised on the Golf Channel, April 19th through the 20th, uh, 21st at Las Colinas Country Club in Irving. Good luck with that. And we always love having you on, John. Thanks so much. Thanks, man. Talk to you, talk to you down the road. All right, see you at the ballpark. That is the great John Smoltz. He's really... Uh, he, he, I think baseball-wise, he's, he's on a Steve Young level. I know that's that's it's high praise. Oh no, no. I, I well, I'm in. I couldn't agree with you more. He sounds great every time. He's interesting. He's not formulaic. He thinks through things. He's he's a comfortable enough phoner that you can have back and forth with him. Right. You know, he can roll with the punches. But you 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 insult him just a little bit. What do you mean? Do you have that? Do you have that, Ant? Uh, that's a great question, but that's where I'm. That's where I'm going. Well, Mike, how fun would it be, Mike, even as you get Mike. older, Mike Smoltz? No, 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 I didn't no, say you Mike. I said, well, no, oh, let's listen. Well, here's the one second version. Well, well Mike, how, how fun would, would it be? be? Well, like I'm not saying. Well, Mike, I, I, I definitely wouldn't say hmm. Mike. I need. Well, I need to hear it where you don't hit it twice. Hey, hey. All right, here we go. Um, that's a great question, but that's where I'm. That's where I'm going. Well, like, how fun would it be? Well, even as and you get like, older, yeah. it's an and like to know that you Mike. can go back. Sure I would tell you if I called him Mike in the, sure? in the majors yeah. and, be honest with us? and have a chance any given. You don't year need to play the whole interview, but well, it's I, so good though. But, <laughs> well, 
such listen, a good question. There are a lot of there are a lot of players that I could randomly call Mike instead of their name, but not from that Braves rotation. Well, you like that team? Love, God, do you do a show with me? I no. love I love Don. You know, yeah. Well, how could you jump from the Pittsburgh Penguins, Boston Celtics, well, Orioles, like and then the Atlanta? No, Braves. they weren't my team. But my first of all, my best friend Rafi was obsessed with the Braves. Obsessed. I was obsessed with Halle Berry, who at the time was married to David Justice. It's on TBS every day. Deion Sanders on the team. There's just a lot going. They were a sexy. I mean, I didn't like them, but they were sexy. And I was young. I, Don, I'm 14. So like, and you they still were this, had that strong of a pull toward Halle Berry at 14. Uh, before 13, well, it started at 13. Underline pull. Started it started in middle school when she did strictly business. I just I I I didn't even think along those lines when I was thirteen or fourteen. You, you're very well, weird. Then, I have then to then be something was broken. Because that's no, all I, I thought of. I fixed it. No, you may not have. You I did. It. I fixed it. No, you, you you made up for it. I don't know if you fixed what was broken. Yeah, you, you made can't up fix what was fourteen I, years old. Didn't didn't even care. That's, all I care about was the New York Yankees. That is so weird, dude. I mean, Don. How'd it work out for me? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think a lot of what's wrong with you might be from I'll, that I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Right. The things that happened for me when I was 14. You, had a, you have a rewind button, Don? That's probably what all my rewinding is. You go back to that? It, there's nothing better. It was the greatest thing that's ever happened. The greatest what, marvel. discovery of women? Yes. The and greatest marvel. Well, first of all, no, that wasn't my discovery. That was my getting in the game. The discovery, Don, was in like late elementary, you know, 10 years old. Didn't even think about it. I was in love with Janine Hershey when I was 10. Really? I had a girlfriend, I, Rachel Abramson, when I was five. I so mean, there, was there a Hershey kiss there? Did you actually smooch her? No, no. Oh. Although, you know, and I was also in love with her sister, Janie. I was in love with Janie and Janine. Well, that's a little wrong. Well, I didn't date either of them, so it worked out fine. Yeah. But my point is, this was all in what elementary school. Them? Have you looked at them? Looked the Hershey's? Them yeah. I, I, they now I, own the chocolate company? <laughs> they don't own the chocolate company, unfortunately. The, but The park? The, or the park. It's the same people. But um, yeah, this was all elementary school. By the time I got to high school, I mean, it was the mark. Well, you were interested in women at 10 you didn't say ten. No, he no, said I, ten. I was thinking about them well, all. Well, so, so it's in 1978. Why does the year matter? Well, because I'm trying to think. All right, what was, was going happening on in 1978? I mean, I, there was an interest, but by the time we got to like 1980, 81, I was a fiend. Yeah. Well, how old were you in 80, Like 12, 13 years old, watching for, Too Close for Comfort. I can tell you basically every Lydia Cornell or uh, Deborah Van Valkenburg. <laughs> the, the so you would just watch yeah, and think nothing. You would just watch and no, think Cornell. nothing. Nothing crossed your mind. It was I was oh I, I'd go right to PIX. Unbelievable. Yeah. Strange duck. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the Garden of Lass returns to the theater at Madison Square Garden on March 27th, benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. The all-star comedy lineup features the great, I love him, Bill Burr. Oh, he's fantastic. Wouldn't sign Don's book, which was unfortunate. Well, but... because Don had stuff oozing out of his eye. That's yeah. right. There's some guns on my hands. Michael Che. Loved Che. I love when they introduce Michael Che on Saturday Night Live, because I, I imagine that I'm one of the cast members. That The guy just mispronounced the name. Oh, interesting Michael thought. I never che. thought about yeah. that. Uh, Christy Stefano. Yeah. Jim Gaffigan. Love the Gaffigan. My wife loves Gaffigan. Heather McMahon. Tracy Morgan. Love Trey Moore. Sam Morrill. And John Stewart. It's a hell of a lineup. We're uh, hosted by Steve Sharippa. Support the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Have a great time doing it. Get tickets. Ticketmaster.com. Did you see John Stewart's uh, tribute to his dog? I heard about it. I, I, I was say. not up for it. I've been doing too much. Wow. I, 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 don't. I, don't. You'll cry. I... I did you you did you see when SVP did it a couple years ago? Yes, and I, I, it, I choked up that. What is it? How does it compare to the SVP one? He couldn't. He couldn't. Stewart couldn't contain himself. S, SVP got choked up, but kept it together. But got through it. Stewart. I mean, it was it's hard. So yeah, Ballard sent it to me, and I just you know with my friend passing last week, and both of my dogs being old, and I was just like, you know what, I. F- I fully appreciate this. I think about them every day and their age. I don't know that I need something right now. I just normally I'm up for a cry. This one felt like it was gonna hit too close to home. I didn't feel like it. But I'm sure it's beautiful. I trust John Stewart to do a great job. Just how long how long was it? Uh, I think it was six minutes no. and forty three no. seconds. Are you no you made that up? No. I remember I, I looked at it. Se- almost seven minutes? Yeah. I can't no. Not how do you even that video? I'm not doing it. I'm sure it's. A, I'm sure he was a wonderful, good boy. Well, there's, there's really one word for you, gutless. Gut, what, yeah. But what, but Don, if I already feel that way, the way he explained it, you're going to call him gutless. Yeah. You're heartless. Yeah, he just but, said that he just lost a friend. He's got two elderly dogs. He can't handle it, and you call him gutless. I know. Nice. I know. Real I, nice. I, 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 by the way, Don, remember this when when the, invariably the day comes for what these dogs. And I'm, you know, 
absolutely unspeakably devastated and Michael's like pull it together it's just a dog I, I want you to remember Don I want you to go See, back that, to how he I'm felt gonna, about that, the Stuart that, moment that's that's hurtful I'm going to tell you why go ahead I let you vape ape for a, a month crying on the air and then I finally said get it together Whoa. buddy I gave you a month that's not, I mean that's not I gave you a month that's not really that long well how, how long did you want a full year of mourning but, over but, a marriage I mean it's 12 years you make it seem like you're so tolerant you, you came up with vape, vape ape. ape I know you called me vape ape and by the way I didn't for the record when I was the vape ape I didn't I just so everyone knows I did not sit there openly vaping in front of Michael I would be but you sneaking did around here, vaping. I would I would refer to you and I you know I'm in a rhythm like when I'm doing this I'm like a point guard okay and I had a pass that I was going for you cutting <laughs> well, the basket and you're sitting there weeping. Well yeah I mean you should have well, but that's he, a bad, he was broken. But by Michael. the way Don that's a bad quarterback. A quarterback has to look around at his at his receivers and go so and so's got an injured hand. I, I'm not right. going to throw him the ball every play. He, you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to feed the right. tight end what, over and over again. What, you you should have been like Terrell Owens when he was a cowboy. That's my quarterback. You right. should have cried with him. No. Well, no. you didn't. And, and you called him Vape Ape. Exactly. And then you finally put your foot down, but you were unhappy with it the second it started going down. Yeah. Well, well, oh, well, yeah. And, yeah. And, and What's I, he going to do? I, well, I, would, I, would, together. I would talk behind your back to Don. And what would I you say, what, Don? what is he doing? I mean, why is he even showing up? And what do you say, Don? How do you how did you defend he, me? He, you know what he said. You're absolutely right, but I'm going to be the good guy here. He didn't do that. He didn't Let do him it. work through he it. He probably sat quietly. What's wrong? There's a show to do. But how do you entertain? We're not. We're not at Nam, man. Let him be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, what if he was in Nam? <laughs> well, then it's a different it story. Been, Lives are at stake. Yeah, that, well, there were ratings at stake. Well, now look have what Have we happened. recovered since then? Right. Not, uh, yes, no, we, we were number one after that. Yeah, and it wouldn't have mattered oh. anyway. Yeah, it was October 2018. I was, I was in, I, I've looked at the tape. I've oh, been, yeah, we did recover after that we, by, by December 2018, we were. I was in pretty decent shape. By the time I got out of the new year, I was fine. Hey, you didn't even deal with it. I, Andrew and RJ were dealing with it. I, I, stopped, I didn't even talk to you. You know why? I knew you wouldn't understand. Uh, here, here's why. Here's why. I don't want to hear the nonsense. I don't want to hear it. Even as a friend, I don't want to hear it. So I never even wanted to hear it. And, and it's not that I do. I'm not, a psych, I'm not a psychiatrist. A bad friend. I, but no, because I don't want to have my time usurped by somebody like moaning about their life. Get over it. But you moan about your life and nothing no, ever even I happens. Don't. Oh. No, I don't. Oh. Off the air? Oh. Off the air? Off the air. Off the air, I moan about my life. You, you? moan about things. Well, Mona Jane, you like what? You health, complain. concerns, worries, well, my misery. Health. You are an open book when it comes to what's going on in your life. Yeah, you have in heart. No. No, no you, don't, I, you don't cry. I don't, I don't cry. You I don't, don't vape. I don't, I don't seek your help. I wouldn't care if he did. I no, don't you seek don't. any of your helps. No, but that doesn't mean that we don't know what's I, going on I, in the I, world because I, we're all friends. We're close. I, I don't want to hear a good thing. I don't want to hear it. I thought there was a certain amount of pride I felt that he was... That open emotionally to us, no, knowing that he felt close. Matter of fact, I was so sensitive to it that when we went out for coffee, I forget why I said it. I said, "Oh, geez, oh no," and I was going to apologize to you for saying that because it was a reference. Because back. it was a reference to your well, ex-wife. You don't, you don't have to. I feel bad now. No, but 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 my inkling was that you, know, you remember a time. It might be too soon. I don't know. Right. But why are you so insensitive? We're not in the foxhole. I, Bullets aren't whizzing I, by I'm, our heads. I'm not a therapist. I don't need to hear your problems. But it I, hold on. Do you do you, you know what, Don? Sometimes you got to. 
let someone bury themselves. Because you know what I think? I think every time we have a conversation like that, the sycophant women, the Yankee people who call up, right. and they're like, Michael, I just want to say, last night's preseason, it was the, the greatest spring training call of all time. I think they need to hear what a bad guy I'm not you a are. bad guy. You're saying about I'm your friend, wall- I don't want to hear I'm my a- friend's no, problem. No, wait a second. I don't mind hearing it initially. I don't want it to be a constant series. I don't want to hear it every day. But how do you? Mo- it's, I'm not in for it. I didn't sign up for it. I didn't but break up your marriage. It's, it's, it it's, wasn't my fault. If it was, then I would listen. No, but it's it's Don. How do you even get up? For it? Remove me from it. I don't care. I'm not offended. I I had plenty of people to help guide me. It was a it was a round the clock triage. What do you think Andrew left for? Andrew left this place because he got tired of your moaning. It was four years. I, was, I would think I was already it it warm down. down. No, but years later, he was not. Did, did I saw? Leo, uh, trying to get advice from you. What should I do, Michael? He yeah, was, I'm not a sounding no, board. No, but he. But but that's not. He just no. happened to be in the room. Going through an emotional period. I'm not, he wasn't bothering you. You could have looked away. No, no, I he did. Went, he wasn't I looked bugging. away. I don't think you were bugging us. Like, what should he I bugged do? Me. No, I never said. I never. You, you are the last person <laughs> I would have asked for any advice. And I'm in the, the last situation. person that would give you any advice. I, but so, but to think, to hear what have like, I could work with someone at WWE, Don, who I'm not even that close with. I see them monthly. And they come up and say they're going through something. I'm like, what's up, man? What, what's going on? Let's sit down and catering and talk about it. No, I, th- not me. But that's not what he asked not me. you to do. And I didn't even ask you to do it that. It was though. just emotions. You just had to be near there could me. Be, I'll tell you one thing, okay? You, you say that I'm an open book. There could be stuff going on in my life. I would never tell you guys, ever. But you could, I would never want to be like that guy. Just wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I would keep it to myself. I'd eat myself alive rather than burden you with it. That's so... Eat yourself alive. Don't give it to me. You, but you know what? Can he I didn't you? give it to you. He just, you just happened to be in the presence of it, but he, he didn't bother was, you. He wanted Hon- to talk to everybody about it, and I was out. Hon- out. Honestly, I was just saying the truth is... You've never been through anything like it then. Because the idea of putting it aside, just be like, just, I've yeah, had breakups. Just, it, it's not like a marriage, I agree. It's, it's, but it, I mean, when I broke up with somebody, Don, next day I was out... Uh, you know that's but that's why Don understood. But, You're a cyborg. You didn't understand. You literally would have if it was Don Michael. He would have been really sad for two or three days, maybe a day, and then he would have been at, you know at God knows where. I don't know where. Back at Blondie's, out in the oh, streets. Absolutely. Uh, that Peters. Is, I didn't talk to a woman for like eighteen months. I would have been talking. I was to a woman in that mo- day. Yeah. I. I but I, that's not what. That's not how relationships but, work. But, but do you can't I do say that. Things. You can't say that. I don't. But I don't tie. My self worth to another human being. Not about self worth. It's about you're restarting your entire you plan. You have no idea. I broke up with people that was dating for but, five years. But, I was fine the next day. But the next some, day. Next day. No, but the, 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 you didn't like the people. You didn't though. marry them. But I would have if I was the marrying type. But you I weren't the marrying type until you became the marrying type. Why? Because you found the right person. Right. And if Jody had done that to you, it would break you in half. No. 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 Then it, was, then it is days. an arrangement. It's an arrangement. You solved. We came full circle to the arrangement. <laughs> How could you? The next day, I remember Michael goes, I was staying at some dumpy hotel. And he was like, no. Well, what are you doing? You should be staying at the plaza. Go get yourself a room at the plaza and have a good time. I was like, good time isn't on the table. It, now, listen, in retrospect, there are things that you said that kind of were right, that maybe I would have been happy. <laughs> Thank you. But it's impossible. It, it's telling someone in a situation when they're broken to do something that that, that wouldn't have been possible. I, 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 You know what? I am broken, so I can't be broken any further. You know, it's a great point. Yeah. I mean, you can't break a broken vase. It's broken. That's exactly right. I'm no, broken. Even if you put what, a, just another couple pieces? That's a great point by, the, by you. you I mean, you're broken, too. 
You're a broken person. No. Even in this happy state, you're a broken no, man. No, I'm not. I, no, no, I'm, I'm put back together with, with glue and, and tape. But it's all very everything. tenuous. No, it, it's it's that it's called a work of art, What's the way it's put back together now. Yeah. You, you, you put this thing in the loop. You're one misstep away from well, wait a minute, no, calling no, better. Oh, oh wait, my wait, God. One misstep wait, away wait, from better. This is not right. What's well, not right? Everybody, right. everybody has the potential to be broken. Maybe not by the same thing, but everybody has the potential to be broken. And if you claim you can't be broken, then you're saying you're better than him. That's not right to do. Thank no, you, no, no. I'm different than him. Thank you. Don't. No, there's not different. No, everybody I, can be broken. I didn't say I'm, Maybe it's over their favorite say team I losing. Can't be Maybe it's over a dog I can't dying. be broken any further than I am. No, there's I'm a broken so, 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 real quick, you say to, we, we we continue on with this segment, and you say something that is just so deplorable, which you've been close to saying during this segment already. <laughs> <laughs> that the Yankees hear it and they go, I, I thought we were working with a, a civilized person. This, I am civilized. They, they go, this man's no friend. This man's horrible. You know what? He's out. Right. Uh, void the contract. Broken like an egg. Void the contract. And not only that, you, you get a, a memo and it says, no other team in the league is interested. You're done. You're never calling another baseball game. Okay. You wouldn't be broken? I'd be upset. One day? And then you'd be back at the plaza well, hanging well, out well, at the bar? No, I, I have my family to, to commiserate with. And you think you'd be, but you, you wouldn't be broken at all. I would be very hurt. And the beard would grow out a little longer. No. Maybe I, consider I, a vape I, situation. Be, uh, you guys would not be my friends anymore. I'd shave the beard. I wouldn't have to pay off the bet. Wait, why? Would you leave, you leave this show I'd too? I'd leave too. Yeah, I'd just go into a shell. <laughs> but I wouldn't burden you two with my <sighs> my angst. Yeah, I, I didn't burden Yes, anybody. you did. I felt burdened. I didn't I even felt talk burdened. to you. I didn't want to hear How it. How is somebody sitting I don't in even the corner vaping now. bothering you? Yeah, I did. I, 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 he you, had one conversation with us when it all came to a head. Yeah. Yes. And then that was the you know, last I, he really discussed yeah, but it. then you know, he, you'd walk in there and he'd be burdening Andrew with it. I didn't want to well, hear it. I don't know. I don't know. Andrew and RJ were great, great, great What do you think RJ left for? And what do you think Andrew left for? That was five years later. it was just the offshoot of it. You broke it RJ would rather get up at three o'clock in the morning than listen to that. Nonsense. But he was already—he wasn't done. He, by the way, RJ was the best. RJ was like my assistant coach. Him and I were running play. We were talking through every play. RJ was. Fantastic. I gave you the best advice, and then I was out. Go to the plaza, have yourself a good time. Instead, <laughs> instead, you went to some ratty motel and you sat there and cried all day. How'd it work out? It worked out great. Yeah, but literally, but, my life ended perfect. Yeah. I landed exactly where I was and supposed you know what? to. You Thanks to my good friends, no help to you. You would have landed the exact same place, and it would have been a happier road to get there at the plaza rather than at the motel. But I, I'd have less money. Yeah, yeah, you're doing fine. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. I just spent the last three minutes listening to Peter complain about something in his private not, life. Not true. And believe me, I'm chapped. Again, not true. Just simply not true. Let's go to Stanley in Jersey City. Stanley. Yes, how you doing, gentlemen? It's a great. Uh, I like to listen to you guys. Thanks. Take care, Ray Baker. Uh, I'm a big Yankee and uh, Ranger fan since my first games in 65. I got a question for you, Mike, real quick, and to Don. Mike, do you think with the starting rotation they have enough going for the uh, for the for the uh, for the year, or you think they're going to get another starter? Well, I think there's a chance they'll get a starter at the trade deadline if somebody goes down. They believe they have enough at this point, but I don't think they're right. going to get another starter now. Not as a free agent, they might make a trade, right. but I don't think they're going to sign Snell or Montgomery. Yeah, I know because I've been hearing a lot of just a lot of rumors and stuff, but I don't listen to rumors. But uh, thanks on that one, and to Don. The Rangers going into uh, the final month into, into April. Do you think this team has enough going to the at least to the Stanley Cup, or they're going to make some more trades? No, they're going to have to make another deal. I mean, you can't keep flip flopping VC, Kako, whoever just happens to be healthy on the right wing of your top line. Kreider and Zabanajad, uh, it's not going to work. And, and Zabanajad has not played to the best of his ability lately. Uh, so they're going to have to find a right winger, whether it's Vetrano. Um, there's plenty of guys out there that they can make a deal with. Maybe it's Henrique who could play some center and open things up. Michael, they're going to have to make a deal. Now, how significant a deal, we'll see. But I, I presently constitute, I think it's a really good team that could make a run. But depending on who you match up with, what if you're matching up with Toronto in the first round? Could I see them losing to Toronto? Sure. Toronto's a you know great team. This just had their seven-game winning streak snapped last night. But Austin Matthews is a beast. That could be tough. Um, getting another forward. You saw what Cop and Vetrano did two years ago when they made those deals. I think they're going to need to make another deal like that if they're really going to feel like they can get over the top. Let's go to Mike in Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Hi, Mike. Hey, hey guys. How are you? What's going on? I've been sitting in traffic, and my, my head's been spinning listening to you guys for the last hour. Unbelievably, unbelievable radio. <laughs> oh, uh, thank Peter, you. Thank you. Peter, uh, Ali Bay, where to go, bro? And Don, seventh grade at Franklin Field at the uh, in the bleachers uh, where Michael was watching the Yankee games. Exactly. Uh, that, that that being said, uh, I'm, you know Peter, 
I agree to disagree with you probably on 85 to 90 percent of, of what you do. You don't know. Uh, what you did today on the on the morning show, I listened to it. The baby up buttercup is a staple for my family. My brother Jim sings it at all of our events, weddings, everything, and it's a great, great song. But you mentioned Michael this morning. I actually got out of work and went back into the car to listen to it. Wow. And the way you handled this, that, that this morning showed me showed me a lot. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. I'm, I'm diametrically opposed most of the time with, with your show, but you guys were entertaining. You, you mentioned Michael. You did a really nice job incorporating both of them. And again, oh. uh, you guys are the best. And I hope, and Peter, sorry for your loss. I lost a friend recently, and, and I'm with you, brother. All the best. Thanks, man. Sorry to hear Thanks, that Mike. too. So I mean, what is the 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 the, the skeleton of, of Whitish Wednesday? You play like uh, a song that's not hip hop or anything like that, and then Correct. you have people that are sitting with you. Guess what the song is? Correct, just from a couple of bars. And it's like name that white it's, tune. It, correct, and it's who, it's how fast can you get in? And you have two phonophots, uh, friends of the show. So you have so you have, we have we have the same. We have four of them that are always on hold. The same people, right? And those people are always on hold. You have two of those per show. So no one got building a buttercup except for you it, and Ebro. It, it ended up being no points, no points allotted. Now is that more because it's a white song or because it's an older song? Both. That's the point. The point is just that you know, just songs that don't that didn't hit the my co-host lives. All right. So I got Laura another- nailed the re- Laura. Laura finished. Laura was done in like 15 minutes today. That's why you kind of didn't hear any. It normally would go all the way to like 8.40. Right. Laura cleaned up. Now, just next 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 Wednesday, yeah. I think I love you. Partridge family. No, you, I mean, you're not making requests. You don't even listen to the show. Don, if, if you play that, I'll, I'll get up and, and listen. I, just, I don't think they'll get it either. I don't think that the Partridge family's in their wheelhouse. Uh, we I've done Partridge family before, but I did ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 ba. Isn't that the Partridge Family? Oh, wait, no, that's it. Ba, 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 ba. That's the beginning of the thing I love you, yeah. I'm sleeping and right in the middle of a good dream. And all at once I wake up for something that keeps knocking at my brain. It's not very well done. Why does he like such bad songs? It was more popular than Hey Jude, No, I Well, that was just ignorance out of people. Well, it sold more records. But that's not always the best. Millie Vanilli sold records. It's a nice song. You know what? And whoever with those voices. Exceptionally they well did done. Some job. So you're going to compare it to the Beatles and like Led Zeppelin? I'm not you comparing not? it to I'm that. I'm just saying that there's. Listen, it might be more popular, but that doesn't mean well, that it's it pop better. Music. Popular music. He had music. a nice voice. It was. It was Wonderful. studio but musicians. Both, but Do you like, really think the girl played the drums on it? No, Susan Crow. No, no. But I think I love. How Susan, do you know? How do you, I know the whole cast name: Susan Day, Susan Crow, Danny Bonaduce. Yeah, Danny was on the on the bass. Uh, He's still having a bass. Uh, Shirley Jones sure. and David Cassidy. But I think I love you and Build Me Up Buttercup. Really like, Donna, it's like they're the same song. They're in such a similar category. A lot of category. 70s music is alike, the same. Yeah, but it's like such a unique bag of, of I love cheese balls. Form- it's, it's very formulaic, right? I mean, and listen, I love Lionel Richie. I almost love every song he's ever done. But they're basically the same song. Yeah, but they're... But because it's the formula that works. No, no, but, but what I'm saying, I'm not talking about the formula. I'm talking about the style, Don. It's such a particular style Michael likes. Of like this, it's like it's oh, like it's like as if acapella. But you know what? I like bubblegum. I like truly I like music the way I like my food. Very bland. basic. Very bland. You know, bland. Yeah, nothing Nin- special. 1910 Fruit Gun Company. Look at that. 
That's a great song they did. 1910. 1910 Fruit Gum Company. Yes. What's that? I, can't remember, I, I know, I, but what's the song? I forget the song, but it's great. It sounds like it. Hey, listen up. It's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference, and let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS. That's one 888 Three four three six three seven again one eight 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 five three four three six three seven. Use the code ESPN ten to snag ten percent off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at three on ninety eight point seven ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play ninety eight seven ESPN.